Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday! As always, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And this year, we are going to start doing in-person events. This means that we're going to come out and meet you in person. And we've already started to plan our first in-person events in March. The first one is going to take place here in Belgium. And this is a collaboration with one of my previous clients, nowadays friends. Uh, her name is San, and she was actually a guest on the podcast a few weeks ago. She's working with energetic healing techniques like shiatsu, emotion code, kine- kinesiology. I, I hope I'm, rec- I'm pronouncing that right. We're putting our expertises together and we're organizing a workshop where we'll teach you how to improve the relationship both with yourself but also with your horse. So we're going to combine theory with practice and after this workshop you're going to be able to recognize your emotions, recognize your horse emotions and distinguish between both of them. We're also going to teach you how to deal with those emotions, both for your horse and for yourself as a rider. We're going to teach you how to understand the power of your beliefs. And we're also going to help you change the relationship with your horse. All this in order to make sure that you can actually achieve the goals that you've set out for yourself and your horse this year. For more info, go to mindic.eu slash events. On this page, you're going to be able to find more information about this and you're also going to be able to register for this event. So if you're interested at all, make sure you go to mindic.eu slash events. You'll obviously find the link to that also in the show notes. Now, to move on to today's topic, today I'm going to talk about the golden formula for quick improvement. Sounds amazing, doesn't it? Do you have the tendency to become sort of negative after a training or competition, sort of zooming in on everything that didn't quite go the way way you had imagined, feeling disappointed or straight out frustrated? Then I got just the thing for you. This simple formula that I'm about to teach you will help you reflect on your performances in a positive and productive manner. You ready to do this? Let's jump in. So first of all, why is it so important to reflect? I often talk about the importance of reflecting. First of all, knowledge doesn't come from experience. Knowledge comes from reflecting on experience. This is something that John Dewey once said, but it's something that's really, really stuck with me. The experience alone that you go through does not necessarily lead to learning. It's the reflection that makes sense of that experience and makes that experience meaningful to you. So when something has meaning to us, it tends to have a bigger impression on us. It tends to awaken emotions, feelings, and it tends to sort of ingrain it into our body. Also, it will help with increasing the chances of this particular piece of learning to actually be stored in your long-term memory. There's a reason when you're in school that you have exercises after each chapters that you have tests and exams and all those kind of stuff it's because when you've experienced something 
it doesn't mean that it will stick, but doing exercises will force your brain to process the material and thus will make it more likely that it actually sticks. And then last but not least, when you reflect, you force your brain to recall what you were told in a lesson or something that you experienced. And recall has proven to actually be one of the most effective techniques in learning. So basically what I'm trying to say, if you have not yet, start reflecting. It will help you learn and improve so much quicker. So great, you might be thinking now, I'll start reflecting, but how? Ah, Good question, because I've got the most simple and effective formula for you. It's called the 321 formula and it consists of three parts. So I want to make sure that you got pen and paper handy because we're going to dive straight into it. And as always, I want you to put me on pause, write down all the things that I'm asking you. So make sure you put me on pause, grab a pen and paper if you can. And let's start with part number one. So the part number one in the 321 formula is three positives. That's right. As simple as that. I want you to write down three positives about your last ride, training or competition. And note that I say I want you to put down three positives about you that emphasizes you, what you did during your ride, training or competition. Often we are so good as equestrians to be like, oh, my horse did really well or my horse did that and my horse did this or, you know, this other person. But we're not so great in actually calling out the stuff that we did well. Like you as a person, you, what did you do well during your ride training or competition? This might feel challenging to start with, right? I always like realize this when I ask people this, they feel almost awkward. And it's just because you're not used to this, right? It means though that it's something that you should be working on, right? And oftentimes the reason why we feel so awkward about this is because we have this thing of like, what is what are other people going to think? If I'm sitting here and telling good things about myself, ooh, what are they going to think? They're going to think I'm this like oh, egoistic person, ego-centered and think so much of myself kind of thing. Um, but again, this is just means that you've got work to do, right? It's normal that we feel this way, right? We're so afraid of other people's judgment. And this goes back to our survival. I've talked a lot about this on the podcast in the, in, in the podcast. So I'm not going to go in in all details about this, but know that this is part of your survival instinct, wanting to belong to the group. And you're so afraid of what other people are going to think of you because you're afraid you're going to be pushed out of the group. Just let go of that, all that for a second. Here's the thing, like how often do you actually judge other people because they think because they say something good about themselves? Right. Really think about this with someone like we got we got different kinds of people. I'm sure there's been a time in your life when you judge someone because they said something good about themselves. But I also think there's more than enough time someone else said something good about themselves and where you went, oh, my God, like, I really think it's so cool that that person can actually speak well of themselves. And also a lot of the time when people actually dare to say good things about themselves, there are also people that are quite successful and they can actually say, you know what, I'm doing great and I'm worthy of my success and I put in the work and I'm so proud of what I've done. Those tend to also be the people that are actually successful out there, right? So just get over that fear of what other people are going to think of you and just write down three positive things that you did during your last ride, training or competition. 
And to make this a little bit easier, I'm going to give you a couple of examples here. You don't have to write down exact those things that I say, right? I just want to get your brain sort of going. So when we come out of a show jumping round, a cross-country round, a dressage round, what we tend to do is pull out the negative. And we're thinking, oh shit, that one fence or that one center line, it didn't go well. We're so good in focusing on the negative, right? That's that's another thing that is like a natural instinct to us. We focus on the negative again because it's a survival mechanism. It's because we think we need to focus or our brain thinks it needs to focus on what's negative because it could be a threat to our survival. So you need to consciously focus on the things that went well, right? I can assure you that there were positives in there. And a lot of the time, actually, the positives are more than the negatives. So oftentimes there'll be like one or two fences that didn't go so well. But actually, the other eight, nine, ten fences did re- went really well. And we just choose to pick out those one or two fences that didn't go great, right? Same in dressage. We might have had a great, you know, extended trot, but then we focus on, oh, yeah, but that transition wasn't great. Or he wobbled slightly in that line. And, you know... We're so good and just like pulling out those few negatives that were there. So I assure you, if you just stick with this for a bit and really think about it, I assure you that there's at least three positives that you can pull out from your performance, right? And it could be things like that you've recovered after a mistake. So maybe you made a mistake, but the fact that you recovered and kept on riding afterwards, that's a positive. That's something that you did well. It's a positive thing that you did. Could have mean that you managed to stick to your focus points. So maybe you had defined your focus points on before and being like, I want to make sure that I, I keep my leg on. So maybe it's the fact that you, you actually managed to keep your leg on for 90% of that course. That's something positive that you did. It could be that you remember to say a positive affirmations when you came in. Maybe you have this affirmation of like, I confidently meet any challenge that I always say. Maybe you tell yourself that. And the fact that you remember to actually say that when you enter the arena... That's something positive that you did, right? You see, the positives are there. It's just a matter of putting in conscious effort in identifying them, right? So put me on pause. Think back to your last ride, training or show and identify three positive things that you did. All right, moving on to the second part here in the 321 formula. And we're talking about two lessons learned here. In my book, there's no such thing as a bad round. You either have a great round or you have a learning round or you have a great round and you learn something for that matter. Failure is feedback. Equestrians don't make mistakes. Mistakes make equestrians. This is something that I heard once. I think it was Sam Watson who said this on the podcast and I love that saying. Equestrians don't make mistakes. Mistakes make equestrians. Failure equals feedback, right? No matter what happens in the arena that particular day, I assure you that there's a lesson in there for you. And I want you to identify two things you learned about yourself, your horse, the relationship between the two of you. And notice, I did not say two ways in which you messed up, right? I said two things you learned. Usually similar things are going to pop up. You know, no matter which of those questions you ask yourself, it's like, which ways did I mess up? Which things did I learn? Usually it will be the same things that pop up, right? But the way you look at it, the perspective you choose to take on this makes all the difference. The perspective you choose to take on it will influence not only how you feel about it, but also whether or not what just happened will help you progress or not, right? There's another great quote from someone called Dr. Prem Ragyasi. He once said that the only real failure is failing to learn from failure. 
Can I say that again? The only real failure is failing to learn from failure. What that means is basically the only way you can actually fail is if something happens and you you categorize it as failure, but you don't learn something from it. You make a mistake and you just go, oh yeah, I suck. And then you move on and then you don't do anything about it. That's failure. Taking, making a mistake and then analyzing and coming up with like, okay, what caused that? What can I learn from this? What can I change going forward? What actions can I take? That is learning, right? So it doesn't matter whether you made a mistake. What matters is what you do afterwards. What perspective you choose to take on this. Do you see it just as a failure, some evidence that you suck? Or do you see it as, oh, that happened. That's interesting. This means that there's something here that I can work on improve upon. What can I learn from this? So let's look at the specific situation here and how the perspective we take on it makes a huge difference, right? I'm going to take this one example because I know so many people of you out there struggling with this, including myself, right? So here it goes. I messed up the distance to that oxer. All right. I guess that means I'm a shitty rider. Everyone else is much better than me. Why do I even bother? Does this make you feel good when you tell yourself those things? I'm guessing not. It makes you feel really, really bad, actually. It makes your confidence totally drop down and it makes it very unlikely that you're going to take any kind of helpful action. So conclusion is you're a shitty rider. So why even bother of trying to do anything about it, right? That's one perspective you can take on it. I messed up the distance to that oxer. It means I'm a shitty rider, right? Here's another ex- perspective. Exactly the same situation, right? But here's another perspective that you can take on it. Look, that distance to that oxer didn't quite come out, which taught me the importance of keeping the horse's outer shoulder in its place, right? That was a useful experience. Even though I might not have enjoyed it at the time, I can see how it's playing a part in my overall growth journey. Now, all I need to do to get it right next time is practice in keeping the horse's shoulder in place, right? Makes you feel hopeful. Your confidence will still be there and it's feeling like you're making progress, right? Provides you with a plan on what to do next. Again, it's the exact same situation. It's just a matter of which perspective you choose to take on this situation. You either take the perspective of I messed up, I'm shitty and there's nothing I can do about it. Or you take the perspective of that happened. Oh, I learned this from it. To improve going forward, this is what I can do, which actually leads me to the next part of this formula. The part number three in the 321 formula is one action you can take the upcoming 24 hours in order to improve. So based on your two lessons learned, and if you haven't done them yet, put me on pause, identify them first before moving on to this next point, right? Two lessons learned from your last ride, training or competition, you'll need those two lessons learned in order to do this third part, right? So you need to put me on pause now, you need to think about this. Results come from taking action. Knowledge is great, but it will only benefit you once you put it into action, right? So we have have reflected, we have gained the knowledge, we have realized what we've learned from this. Now, how do we put it into action? What can you, how can you take this thing that you've learned and put it into action? And again, I'm going to take an example here. So based on this, this previous thing I, I said, when, when, you know, you got your horse over the shoulder and that's why that distance didn't come up, right? So that's what you learn, basically, the importance to get your horse's shoulder, like in its place, keeping it straight. Uh, so how can we, how can we put this into action? Practice sharp turns, right? 
right dressage. Make sure that you got the shoulder in place in every single like sharp turn that you take. And obviously, this is just one example, right? Your action that you should be taking this upcoming 24 hours is like totally up to you. It's totally up to those lessons that you learned, right? And that's why you need to do those first. But it, it could be things like, you know, sending your video over to your trainer, ask them for their feedback, booking a dressage lesson and working on the straightness of your horse. Do a rider strength work on to strengthen your core. So maybe that was the reason why that distance didn't come up because you weren't sitting up straight and in, in your core, right? Maybe you can just subscribe for another show. Maybe it's just the fact that you need to gain mileage. You know, it all depends what lessons that you learned, what, what you took from your most recent round. But based on those lessons learned and what you've learned from this, come up with an action and make this something that you can do the upcoming 24 hours in order to help improve, right? Why the upcoming 24 hours, you might wonder? Because this way you'll keep the momentum going. Inaction leads to inaction. Action leads to action. So if you had a ride, training or show, you took some kind of action. Eh? The fact that you did something, that's an action, right? And by taking another within the upcoming 24 hours, you keep the momentum going. The longer you wait, the more likely you're going to be to start overthinking and not do anything about it. The second thing here is also taking action tends to make us feel much better. So doing something about it helps us go from overthinking to action. Right? It makes us feel productive. X, Y, Z might have happened, but at least you're doing something about it. That makes you feel better in itself, right? So come up with something you can do immediately or at least the upcoming 24 hours and make sure you write this all down. Take this 3-2-1 formula, the three positives, the two lessons learned, one action to take within the upcoming 24 hours. Find someone to hold you accountable, right? Tell this action to someone else. And then, you know what? Tell me about it. I'd love to see your 3-2-1s from your last ride, training, show, whatever it is. I'd love to hear about it, right? So creating some accountability for you right here. Put up a post, a story, tag me in it. Or if you don't feel comfortable sharing it in this big wide world, at least send me a message with it, right? Send me a message on Instagram. It's Jocelyn Liliano in one word. You'll find the link to my Instagram in the show notes. So send me a message. Tell me what you got out of this episode. Your three positives, your two lessons learned, the one action that you're going to take the upcoming 24 hours. Now, that's all I got for you for this episode. Remember that this year we are going to start doing in-person events. And we've already started the planning our first events. And this first one is going to be a collaboration with my client and friend, San. So we're putting our expertises together and organizing this workshop where we'll teach you how to improve the relationship both with yourself and your horse. For more information, go to mindic.eu slash events. You'll be able to read all about it. And we've also just opened up the opportunity for you to register. Actually, if you register together with a friend, we even have a special offer for you there. So go and check this out on mindic.eu slash events. You'll find the link to that in the show notes. And other than that, there's only one more thing I want to do, and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Have an amazing week and speak to you next week. Bye.